0: Joining us right now on the phone is a very special family. Uh, They'll be at our Apple a Day party on Saturday. Oh, they are rolling deep Saturday. What do they got, a posse? 11. 11 deep. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a good thing we're getting a whole bunch of donuts from Dat's dough.
1: Well, we have cake. We have a cake shaped like an apple.
0: We have (laughs) Chick-fil-A.
1: Chick-fil-A, 50 cupcakes, Olivero's getting ice cream.
0: Looks like we'll be well-stocked. Thunderbug. T-Buggy's going to be there. I think Raymond's going to be here. We got a whole bunch of people showing up. I know the uh, Lightning are sending over some really cool stuff. Are they? Yeah, that's what uh, Mike told me before the show.
1: Yeah, we got, uh, we have massive, and Mike Allstott, who's going to be on right after we give away this iPad to tell everybody what he's doing for the Apple a Day party.
0: It's going to be a fantastic event, and uh, I'm really proud of Seth for putting all this together.
1: Yeah, I tell everybody, you know, we're just, we just want, we weren't even sure if we wanted to have a party this year. This started the day of the Real Raw Open. So that was late April. And I talked to Colby from the Give Hope Foundation, and I said, we will take this on. I said, I hate to speak for other people's money, but I'm pretty sure we can raise at least $10,000. And so far, I don't know what CalT has been able to raise. Nobody's really sure. I know it's a good amount, but we've raised with this show $21,000.
0: Which, by my math, is greater than $10,000. Yes. So we're really proud of it. And one of the things I have gotten the most out of it is talking to the families who... Find themselves in need of iPads. Joining us right now is Kami. Uh Am I pronouncing that right, Kami? Yes, sir. That's right. Great. Thank you. Uh, I'm Drew. There's Seth. And uh, we're here to talk about uh, Kaylee, your daughter. Uh, tell us about her story. I saw that she was diagnosed on her ninth birthday. Did you suspect anything before that?
2: Um, well, if we didn't really suspect anything at the time. She had some episodes in school where she didn't feel well and put her head down and I took her to the doctor a couple of times her pediatrician and it was overlooked at first they were you know they thought that maybe she was suffering from acid reflux or allergies Mm. and they prescribed you know some basic over-the-counter things and and, you know she just showed a lot of fatigue and that's what alerted us to go back to the doctor again and uh, they did a blood count and saw that her white count was low and They sent us right to Johns Hopkins All Children's Hospital at the time, and um, we went in for treatment, and she spent a couple years in chemo, and she was in remission um, and off treatment for three years before she relapsed recently in this past November. (sighs) But she's a very sweet girl, athletic, um, good student. She played for Pine Hills Park Middle School basketball team and Dixie Hollins High School volleyball. Great. And uh yeah she's a, she's my hero.
1: <laughs> and now that she's older how is she dealing with the relapse?
2: Uh you know it's a little more difficult this time around. I think the younger they are the more resilient they are and the less mm. they realize what's going on and what's happening with them. Right. And so now it's um you know it's a little deeper this time around.
0: Yeah, there's something she, to be said for the really innocence. Strong. I
2: call her a warrior princess.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there's something to be said for the innocence of children because when they're very, very young, they don't really grasp the consequences of what they're going through. So they have a, they have kind of a, a blissfully ignorant outlook, if that makes any sense. But as she gets into her yes. teenage years, it's probably a little bit more difficult for you and for her because she's starting to understand the way the world works.
2: Right, she's more aware of everything.
0: Oh man. It's been
2: difficult, but she's um, plowing through this and we're undergoing treatment currently and uh, she's hanging in there and we're praying for a cure.
0: Good. And uh, I saw that she uh, she wants to be a doctor some uh, someday. Is that, uh, is that based on what she's been through now? She wants to help other people in similar situations?
2: Yes. She's always been very compassionate. She's always wanted to help others. And uh, I think that she feels like that might be her calling, Just even just have gaining so much knowledge in in what she's been going through that it can help, you know, trans, uh, sure. you know, transfer over into a career,
0: no and,
1: doubt. And how are all her brothers and sisters? How are they dealing with all this?
2: Uh, well, they're very supportive. We're we're a close knit family. We do everything together, and it's just a matter of trying to balance home and hospital, and keeping them on track with their schooling. And luckily, the summer's upon us, hmm. so a little bit of that can relax. Um, Sure, but they're they're super zibs.
1: <laughs> Has she been able to be home, or does she have extended stays in the hospital?
2: It's it's definitely a combination. She's had she's been home. She's had long stays in the hospital. She um, the current treatment rotation that we're in right now requires a, an admission each month, mm. and then you know subsequently all day infusions at an infusion center there at All Children's, and then other. Um, surgical procedures like lumbar punctures because she requires intrathecal chemo oh. in her cns
0: well so uh, it's uh it's
2: yeah. trying it's- it, it
0: definitely sounds like it came we appreciate
2: me- you guys so much
0: oh no no we appreciate you sharing your story with us uh your daughter kaylee is now how old is she now
2: she's 15 as of february
0: 15
1: do you think that an ipad would come in handy for her when she's going through her treatment
2: i think that she would adore that she definitely likes um tech savvy things and um, you know she has a phone now that she likes to play different games and things on and that kind of helps her stay close to family and and communicate but an iPad would be awesome it's definitely a step- up <laughs>
0: yeah
1: that's great uh, is, she, is she gonna think it's weird that two guys on the radio want to give her an iPad <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know she's a teenage girl and she's a little shy and timid at times but um uh, she's able to communicate well so we'll see
0: <laughs> all right well we'll get
2: a true reaction I'm
0: feeling good well i promise to be as uh mature and not creepy as possible as two strange men giving a teenage girl an ipad can be so <laughs> you're stranger than i am i'm wasting well i don't know about that but uh if we uh if we could speak to kaylee i promise we'll be uh we'll be respectful and uh we'll try to get her excited about the ipad
2: okay that's terrific if you wouldn't mind holding just one moment
0: not at all came Take am gonna pass your time. Her the phone sounds great okay. We're not going to be weird. I know, but try to sound cool. We're just giving...
1: That's, I'm cool.
0: I mean, try to sound cool. No, I know what's up. Watch.
1: Hello. What's up?
3: What's up? How you doing? Good. All right, How take are it. you?
0: I'm good, thank you. Chilling. Mm-hmm. Uh, you killed it, Drew. You I killed just, it. I, just, I had it going, man. I'm sorry. I <laughs> thought it could sound cool by saying chilling. Uh, anyway, uh, Kaylee, my name is Drew, and uh, Seth is my radio partner. Not my real-life partner, but my radio partner over here. And uh, we just want to talk to you a little bit about what you've been through over the last couple of years. Uh, first of all, congratulations and uh, and for staying strong. Uh, you sound like you've got a robust future ahead of you. I hear you want to be a doctor. Yes, I do. that because you care about other people a lot and you want to help them through uh, some of the same things that you've been through?
3: Yes, I want to share my experience and I also want to help people with what they're going through.
0: And- awesome. I think that's great of you. Uh, You play uh, basketball and volleyball. Do you have a favorite NBA player? And who do you think is going to win the game tonight, the Warriors or the Cavaliers?
3: I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. (laughs) I don't watch um, sports on TV.
0: I'm sorry. I thought she might watch sports. She plays sports. Yeah, so what? doesn't mean she has to watch it. What position do you play in basketball? Center. Oh, all right. Post-up. I like that a lot. What's your number? 22. Twenty. Did you just pick that at random, or did they give it to you?
3: I picked it because it was next to 23 Michael Jordan. There
0: you yeah. go. Yeah. Next to the best right there. How you feeling today? Okay. All right. And uh, if, uh, if you had an iPad available to you, uh, Kaylee, what would you use it for?
3: I would use it when I'm in the hospital and I have long stays and I have no vice, and I would, I'm usually bored in the hospital by myself. Mm.
0: Kind of keep you in touch with your friends, and maybe be, you'd be able to keep up with your schoolwork and stuff and uh, you know, play a little Kardashian game or two.
3: Oh, yeah, I would play Kendall and Kylie.
0: well that's awesome well we're happy to say that thanks to the generosity of our listeners uh kaylee we are able to uh to hook you up with an ipad we're going to give it to you at the party that we're going to have on saturday oh Uh,
3: my gosh oh my gosh are you serious you're giving me an ipad
0: dead serious girl we're gonna
3: thank you
0: you're so welcome. We, uh, you know, it's our pleasure to do so. We have some very generous listeners who are able to, uh, who are able to come out of their pocket for some money, and uh, yeah, the uh, the Apple a Day program got together with us. We're gonna throw a huge party up here at the radio station on Saturday, and uh, you're gonna be getting an iPad of your very own.
3: I can't believe you're giving me an iPad.
1: Damn right we are. And
0: also, I hope it's okay I
1: said damn, and we're also going to give you an iTunes gift card so you can download a bunch of stuff and you won't have to pay for it and we have a guest oh, coming on the fo- We have a guest coming on the phone with us next who's going to You guys are going to walk away with so much stuff that day. We've got food and we heard that you're rolling with 10 people to the iPad party on Saturday. So you guys are just going to take over the whole thing.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: well i look forward to meeting you kaylee at the party on saturday thank you very much for sharing your story with us stay strong and uh you better come hungry on saturday because there's going to be chick-fil-a there's going to be donuts from dat's dough and uh, cake cake and ice cream and all kinds of stuff so we'll meet you your mom your brothers and sisters and any strangers you find in the neighborhood we'll see you on saturday okay
3: wow thank you so much
0: thank you and uh thanks for sharing your story and stay strong kaylee all right Thank you. Thank you. See you Saturday. Oh, she seems so appreciative. I know. It's awesome. It was great. Joining us right now on the phone, as if we couldn't get any more positive today, the head of the Mike Alstott, Alstott Family Foundation. You know him as the A-Train, a running back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers from the years 1996 to 2007, ranked number 10 on the NFL's Network's Top 10 Powerbacks. Come on, bump him up the list. Ranked number two on my personal <laughs> list. Owns the Island Way Grill in Clearwater. He is the head coach for the Northside Christian Mustangs. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us right now on the phone, Mr. Mike Allstott. Mike, thank you so much for being here, bud.
4: Hey, good afternoon, guys. How you doing?
0: Man, we're really good, dude. Thank you so much for uh, for joining us and for being a part of uh, what we're doing. Uh,
4: hey, I... I... I appreciate it. I just, uh, I was listening to the show for the last couple minutes when I got in the car and it just gives me goosebumps, which you guys are doing for, for the kids and to pump up their spirits. And, uh, and I'm so appreciative to be, uh, involved with the family foundation and be able to participate and give something to these kids also so thank
0: you well man i gotta say you're an inspiration with all that you do for the tampa bay area because uh you know it's one thing to have a successful career here and to get the adoration from fans and the support from the community but i have a lot of respect and gratitude towards a guy like yourself who makes his mark in the tampa bay sporting community retires Sticks around in the community, and then you do everything you can do with the foundation to uplift the minds, hearts, and spirits of families and children on their way to realizing their full potential through events, assistant programs, and celebrations. When you were playing, Mike, did you have that as one of your goals? Did you think, I'm here in this Tampa Bay community now, and when I retire, I really want to continue to give back to this community that supported me?
4: Well, I think through the process, um, you know, uh, 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 trying to achieve your personal goals with your team and being an athlete and everything. And um, the Bucks were very, very inspirational, especially um, early on in the dungeon era and, and the Buccaneers getting us involved in the community and, and um, early on going down to All Children's Hospital through the holidays and different events like that, you know, inspired me. You know, obviously... Um, able to do, live my dreams and be very blessed, but be able to give back and to help uh, help our youth in every which way possible, and now through the foundation, um, it, it is something we look forward to and, and strive on each and every day in, in our community. So um, you know, i been fortunate myself, but trying to give back and, and be a part of some of these kids' life, just not by just handing over checks or anything like that, but participate with them, getting to know them, right. understanding them, and, and trying to put smiles on their faces.
1: So, so, Mike, do you credit Tony Dungy with teaching you how to get back to your community so early on in your career?
4: I do. I think it was the philosophy he brought in, you know, through, you um, know, Buccaneers' uh, front office um, and, and the way he, you know, taught us what to do on and off the field and if you're committed off the field just like you were on the field um, you know you gotta be accountable for that and um, you see nowadays all the retired guys um, having the golf tournaments, doing the fundraisers and giving back in the community as a lot of my teammates in in, in years past.
0: Yeah I've uh, been a part of the Charlie Palooza tournament the last couple years that benefits the Angeles House and I know that you've been a part of that as well and how great of an organization and how great of an event is that Mike?
4: You know it's it's, you know, probably, you know, if not one of the most successful ones. But, you know, those are the things that you try to put your name around people like that and who have donated their life to helping other people. And that's all we're trying to do. We're trying to help others, inspire
1: them, and, uh, you know, be positive through, through the task at hand.
0: For sure. We're speaking with Mike Allstad, the legendary Tampa Bay Buccaneer known as the A-Train.
1: Now, Mike, I know you're not calling up to self-gloss, but I've been talking to Rich a lot, and I appreciate the contributions that you guys have wanted to make to the Apple-A-Day party, and and I know that you have uh, prior obligations here, not able to make it, but please let everybody know what your foundation is donating to the party on Saturday for all these kids.
4: Um, Yeah, we're, you know, first of all, you know, um, with a little bit more time next year, we're going to be more a part of it, so but I'm so, again, extremely happy to be a part of it and be able to do what we're doing right now. We're giving away um, some get back. So we're giving a $25 iTunes card away, um, some earbuds with a microphone so the kids can talk to, some some gift cards to restaurants, signed photo, the Ring of Honor, signed coin, and just some other buck stuff that they can, um, you know, have and uh, plan hopefully participate and do a lot more next year. So it's... uh and I'm very
0: honored again. Well, man, we're honored to have you and uh, next year we'll give you a lot more lead time. This all kind of fell into our lap just about a month ago or so and we kind of threw everything last minute and credit to your uh, foundation for getting involved at all. And,
1: and thanks to Charlie Belcher who told me that, that yeah. Mike was looking to get involved with this.
0: Yeah, we uh, we love Charlie as a friend and he's been a great ambassador for us and I'll tell you, the things that you're doing, the $25 gift card, the earbuds and all that, allows these kids to not only have the iPads but have all the tools that go along with it and to load it up with apps and music and all that stuff so really from the bottom of our hearts thank you so much for what you're doing to these kids who have been suffering with something that no kid should ever have to suffer through and uh, and thank you again for your involvement mike it really means a lot from for to seth and to me and i'm sure pleasure to all these Andy. families
4: it's our pleasure but i think the one thing is that uh all of us coming together bringing our resources together to help other people and uh thank you guys for what you're doing
0: absolutely mike thanks for the time bud keep up the great work and next year man we hope to get you at the party and uh again keep doing what you do man thank you mike
4: guys thank you i'll talk
5: to you soon appreciate
0: A- you absolutely buddy appreciate you
1: hello here we go again this is the drew garabo live hidden track of the day don't tell any of your stupid friends
0: shh we now return you to drew Garubo live welcome back to drew grabo live we are live after the cruise seth and i were just strategizing during the break it's like a like a break in the quarters or a half at football when we get together and run our game plan and i'm still not quite sure what we should do about this me neither i think we should take the call okay we mentioned earlier in the show that Nikki, our new associate producer, was doing some work for the show. Specifically, what she's doing is getting the drops, the sound bites, if you will, that we play throughout the show, in the middle of the show, etc. Some Kayla's voice stuff, some Seth Basil salted rim stuff, and she's putting them all on my computer over here so that I will have them to play. I wouldn't say it's the most important task in the world, but... It's something that I would like done sooner than later so that I can start sprinkling those in the show. And uh, we mentioned that she was unable to do so today uh, because someone who works here was trying to record an interview with someone for his podcast that has nothing to do with this company.
1: Ryan Hoppy from the Mike Alta Show and from our promotions department.
0: Yeah. And uh, for some reason, Ryan Hoppy's on our phone right now. And let's find out why. What's up, Ryan? Hey, Drew. First, man, I've been a huge fan.
5: You're one of the reasons I'm going into radio, but I feel beyond disrespected, and here's why. Nikki could have easily told me, Ryan, I have to use the room for the afternoon show. You do a podcast. Not that it doesn't matter, but can you reschedule the interview? The reason I asked to use that room was because the other production room was being used, and I asked Seth. I'm like, should I reschedule the interview? Seth goes, well, why don't you use the dove? And I said, I don't want to use the dove because of the email that we got, and I don't want to disrespect that room. And next time, I want to be treated like an adult. Just tell me, Ryan, no way. We have to get ready for the afternoon show. You do a podcast. The other thing, I never, ever, ever want to make it seem like I'm annoying Seth. I truly enjoy talking to him. I feel like we have a lot in common. But Seth, man, if I'm annoying you, Say, I have to get ready. Say, I have to eat lunch. Say, I'm distracting you. Like, don't, like, I feel called out. Like, just say it to me. Like, if you don't want me to do the interview and you, like, I didn't know how important the production was. She said, I can be done by 1.15. Next time, say, Hoppy, no way, Jose. I'm sorry. You're going to have to reschedule the interview. And the only reason I did the interview during the day was because the guy could only do it after his show ended and he's on Pacific time. So I never want to make it seem like I'm acting like I'm better than anyone because I work in promotion. I'm the lowest on a totem pole, but I'm just trying to make my way into radio. I'm honored to be allowed to use the rooms at the bone. I'm honored that John Brennan allows me to use the rooms. And I never, ever want to make it seem like winning some awards, getting in my head or booking guests is getting in my head. So next time I will be positive and completely sure that I'm allowed to use the rooms so just say Ryan you can't use the rooms or Seth say Ryan I can't talk to you right now just tell me I'm not some four-year-old I'm 22 years old I can take it
1: (sighs) Hoppy I mean I I like you a lot I just uh this phone call that you're making right now is is not going to be good
0: for you at all uh let's get something straight You're utilizing this company's resources during the day that are not only used by 1025 The Bone, but every other radio station in this building. There are people who have actual work to do that contribute to the financial success of this company. You are displacing those people. You are putting them in awkward positions so that you can record a podcast that has nothing to do with this company, has no relevance to this company, and doesn't make this company one dime. Rather than call up and whine about being disrespected, you should call and apologize for even putting Nikki in that position in the beginning. Because your podcast, as much as it might mean to you, doesn't mean anything to anyone in this building. There has been a blind eye turned while you use this company's resources and inconvenience the people who have hard work to do here. I don't know why they let you get away with it so far, but it's done, dude. I don't care if it means going to John Brennan. I don't care if it goes Keith, whomever. You are putting people in an inconvenient position to record a meaningless podcast that makes this Not company... Meaningless. No, to this company, it is meaningless because it doesn't make a penny for Cox Media Group Tampa, and you're using their resources to record your podcast, dude. This is the only time, Drew, I have ever used the podcast room
5: during the day, and I thought even iffy doing it, but it was a guest that was hard to book. I always use the rooms after the show ends. And I just want people to be honest to me. I know I'm goofy. I know I'm awkward, but just tell me, Ryan, you can't use the room today. It's that simple. I've wanted to go on the radio since fourth grade. Drew, I look up to you. I don't want to be disrespected. Nikki, I am so sorry that I put you in that position. Just tell me. I'm a grown man. I can take it. Ryan, I have to get ready for Drew's show. Ryan, I have to get the clip of the day ready. Sorry, you can't use the room. I even begin the show by saying... This is not affiliated with Cox Media. So just say to me, we have to do things that are Cox-related to the radio shows that are aired in on this company.
0: Just tell me. I'm telling you now. The production rooms are used during the day by The Dove, by The Eagle, by 97X, by Magic, by us. They're all busy during the day. There's not a there's right. not an empty production room during the day. If you have something to do, it can be done outside the business hours when this place is pretty much a ghost town. But you shouldn't be putting people in, it you shouldn't be okay. inconveniencing them with a podcast that is not a Cox Media Group podcast. But you're using their equipment, basically stealing from the company. Yes, Seth Hoppy. I am not taking from the company. I got permission to use the rooms, and I
5: always do the interviews after five p.m. when everyone's gone. This was one time, Drew, one time when the guest I had on couldn't do it after 5. And I always say when I message people, can I do the show? Or do you want to do it after 5 p.m.? And that's what I always do. I, mean, I don't know what you're getting at.
0: I don't know. How can I be any... Cl- <laughs> I'm pretty using pretty simple language Hoppy, and making did, a pretty did, simple Hoppy, point.
1: Copy two things. Did you not chase me down today as I was going to the cubicle to say you had nowhere to work with your podcast? I mean, did you not chase me down today? You were running like it was the most urgent thing in the world, and I tried, because I know that you're passionate about radio and you're passionate about your podcast. I tried to find a room for you, even though it meant that our show might take a hit today in the production department so you could get in there. I knew Nikki could probably get done with her work before one fifteen, and I got you in that room. If I'm on the radio... T- talking with Drew and he's saying he tried to save me because it looked like I was in a conversation with you that was going too long that's just for radio you don't have to get so upset about that if I had a problem with you I wouldn't talk to you and I would tell you your face off the air so I don't want you to get upset at all that you think that I'm I'm trashing you behind your back because that's not the case at all I know
5: you're not trashing me I know you guys aren't trashing me I just want to be respected and I will remember to always use the rooms after 5 p.m. I'm not trying to walk and make it seem like I'm better than anyone. I work in promotions. I know where I'm at. I have wanted to go on the radio since 2004. I am chasing a dream that is so hard to get. I am so honored to be allowed to use the rooms. I am so honored to be working promotions at the bone. I never want to make it ever seem like they are more important than anybody. I'm not being paid a dime unless people buy my decals. I don't make anything from happy hour. I will remember now.
1: You have decals?
0: Yes. How much? Two bucks. I didn't know that. It's pretty reasonable. Uh, listen, man, I understand that nobody likes to be uh, blasted like this, but you've got to understand something, man. You're lucky to be able to use this equipment at all, and to be honest with you, after this conversation— I can pretty much assure you that you're not going to have that resource anymore. It's something that a company turned its back on because you got away with it for a while. You weren't inconveniencing people.
1: I actually told Hoppy because when I first started listening to his podcast, I thought the quality was a little lackluster. So I said, "Hey, you should ask John Brennan if it's okay to start using the studios." And I believe Hoppy took that advice, and John Brennan was okay to it.
0: Sure. And then there was, if I'm not mistaken, there's an incident here where someone used another radio station. I'm, I, I, I not didn't the say, one, Ryan, Ryan. I, I, not
1: the
0: one I, that I didn't say it was you, Ryan. I'm just saying someone recorded a podcast in another studio and then messed things up for everyone because they left something like out that they shouldn't have or did something to the equipment there. So, you know, it's like you're working on a hobby with this professional equipment here during the day. We shouldn't see that and we shouldn't be inconvenienced by that. Okay. I will remember that. I just want to defend myself and say,
5: I'm not the one that messed up the dog. I haven't used the dog in two months.
0: Not saying that you did, man. Not, okay. not not saying that you did, but I think this is a situation where I would hope that you would have the wherewithal to think, gosh, you know, I'm not going to bother the afternoon show. Uh, Nikki's obviously doing something in here. And no matter how important you think that interview might be for your podcast, it doesn't make this company any money, and we do make this company some money. Nikki?
3: So. I had no problem getting out of the room for you when I was done, but you kept walking in the room and like trying to push me out. That's what I felt like. It was very uncomfortable. That's why I was like, I didn't know the 115 time mark. When you came in, that was a number I made out just to get out of there so you didn't keep walking in.
0: Yeah, and you shouldn't have to get out of there because you're doing stuff for our show, stuff that did not get done, so that Hoppy can record this interview for Hoppy Hour. That doesn't mean anything to this company. Might mean a lot to you personally, Ryan, and to the people who listen to your show, but from this company's perspective, it's not not profiting. It's, it has no interest whatsoever in, uh, in, the, in from the company's perspective. Yes, Seth.
1: And Hoppy, like I told you when we were talking in the parking lot a week or so ago, I really think that you should approach John Brennan about actually hosting a show on the bone and try to bring your podcast on the air. That way you're able to do whatever you want around the radio station. So, I mean, I don't know if you're going to take that advice at all, but I think you should at least talk to John Brennan and try to get something accomplished on the bone.
5: I will. I just... I had to defend myself because I'm not the one that's messing up the dove, and I will remember from now on to not use the rooms between nine a.m. to five p.m. Six, Nikki. I am so sorry. I did not mean to sidetrack you. I am so sorry if I met if I made you feel uncomfortable, Drew. I'm sorry that I sidetracked her and it affected the show. I promise I will never even think about trying to do anything like that ever again. I I'm so honored. I'm not even bragging, but I work two jobs. I never sleep, and I am trying to chase a dream, but I will remember to use the rooms after 5 p.m. Six. And never, ever let... Anything gets to my head.
0: Six o'clock, first of Six. all. And, and and secondly, I don't ever want to dissuade anyone from chasing their dreams. Radio, as you know, is a thankless bitch goddess of an industry. It will chew you up. It will spit you out. I don't know why anyone would want to get into it, but you've been bitten by the bug like we all have. There's a right way to go about it. There's a wrong way to go about it. There's a great way to channel your energy into doing things the right way. And if I'm you, dude, I respect your hustle, man. You have an amazing amount of stick-to-itiveness. You take a lot of crap from our show from the guys on the mike kalta show and you bounce back you're very resilient guy just realize that there's a lot of stuff that goes on here during the day that makes this company some money and we really need those rooms and if you okay. can if you can operate outside when we're in, when we need that space nobody will ever yeah. see you and no one will ever know and no one wants to. no one wants to like poo poo all over your dreams seth
1: hoppy can i at least get some props for getting you a studio at 115 today
5: Oh, I mean, if it wasn't for you, that interview would not have gone down. But at the same time, I never, ever want to make it seem like it gets to my head. Like, I'm truly honored, Seth. You guys are the reason Hoppy Hour was even nominated because nice. it worked out overall. So I want to thank you guys. <laughs> I just don't ever want to make it seem like I just, I get this vibe sometimes that people don't like me because they think I'm cocky. I just have this hustle, I'm not coordinated. I'm not very good <laughs> at social situations. This is all I am good at. I have wanted to do this since George Bush was in his first term. Wow! Like, I don't have a backup plan. I in, mean, I'm i in go mode, but I don't want to be a douche about it. So I will there remember completely to not bother anybody and to not sidetrack cool, me or Seth yeah, or I, you, Drew. I think I we get I will really hide you guys in the hallway around the coffee machine, but I promise...
0: I will never sidetrack you guys. I get that. I don't think there's any need to crucify you for it. We all learn lessons the hard way. I think uh, Britt so much put it best on the Twitter machine. She said, can someone please ask Hoppy how this phone call is working out for him so far (laughs) overall?
5: Feels good to vent. It feels good to talk voice to voice because I truly appreciate what you guys do. I'm honored to work at the bone. I just had to defend myself because I don't want people to think that it's getting
0: to my head. Well, I, I think we've uh, we've spelled that out. I don't think anyone thinks you're cocky, and uh, and hopefully we uh, we've all learned something from this. And I appreciate you calling in and giving us the opportunity to set the record straight, Ryan. Thank you, Drew. I really appreciate you taking my call. I'm, you, I'm very uh, grateful. You got it. all right. You too. Take it easy, man. That was Ryan Hoppy, who uh, today had to record an interview, so he <laughs> so he displaced Nikki from her pre-show action. I love that guy. I want to kick Nicky out of the studio every day so we could do his podcast.
1: That's rude. Seven two
0: seven five seven nine one zero two five and eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. That could have been a lot worse than it actually was. Yeah. No, I mean I I, I was fine with it. You were. I mean, you know, it's well,
1: you know he went a little sideways at times with yeah. Hoppy. I, what I don't know if he blamed me
0: or blamed Nikki or something, but we got it back on track. Ask Mo about Hoppy's co-hosting with him on Saturday. I'll pass on that. Uh, And then uh, T.M. Powell said, if Hoppy Hour lands on the weekend schedule before me, I'm going nuclear.
1: Look, Hoppy, I talked to Hoppy in
0: the parking lot one day, and uh, Hoppy can
1: say whatever he wants, but I've spent a lot of time talking to him, trying to give him advice. Mm. And I don't think Hoppy is a producer. I don't know if Hoppy's necessarily a co-host. I think he wants to do his own show. He's so passionate about his podcast. At least approach John Brennan and go, hey, dude, give me me an hour at three o'clock in the morning on Saturday and just let me get a shot at this. Yeah.
0: Like even like yeah th- exactly a three a.m. Saturday show you give the dude an hour you see what he can do for a happy hour and and, uh,
1: and by the way happy if you ever are looking for a production room say that you're doing actual work and people will never ask you if you're actually yeah. doing your podcast just lie and say oh no I'm doing a bunch right. of stuff for the Mike Calta show we'll find you a
0: room yeah there's a time and a place for honesty and that is not recording your <laughs> podcast you should tell them oh no I'm working on some demo stuff Mike <laughs> gave me an assignment and I'm working on that
3: he can reserve a room
0: I told him he I, he said how do you do that I said just hang your name on the door what <laughs> <before laughs> time do you want to go in there we have a very complicated Complicated process here. All right, Thank you, baby Gandolfini, for saying, glad you didn't destroy Hoppy. I don't know many 22-year-olds who are aware of when they're inconveniencing people. Yeah, we don't hate the guy. Just, you know, he's got hustle. That's why Drew and I went over the game plan during the commercial break, to yeah. make sure that it didn't get that bad. I'm yeah, not looking to destroy the guy. Just, uh, when a dog... Wets on the carpet sometimes you have to rub that dog's nose into the wetness so the dog doesn't wet on the carpet anymore i just like how he said he's not coordinated
3: <laughs> no, i wrote that down
0: that's one of my that's one of my takeaways too the hoppy hour i'm not coordinated the guy does get a lot of run on the station
1: though he's only been here a few months he's on the my calta show we just sure. had a promo for him right now if our show ended today he would be the cut of the day so the guy oh. the guy knows how to get on every single
0: show uh, well, what i take away from that is we have one hour and 50 minutes to put together like a good cut of the day hey, time to turn it up man let's, let's get turned up